Welcome to the Fantasy Football Spudcast by Joshua Hervey. I am here tonight with a special guest. He is a colleague, friend of mine, and he is, we are in the same dynasty league. He's actually one of the commissioners in it. Uh, his name is Drew. Say hi, Drew. How are you, man? I'm good. How are you doing tonight? You excited for Thursday Night Football? Kind of am, kind of am. Oh. Got a got a little bit of a concern that people think Aaron Rodgers is like better than the whole team, but yeah, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, we'll see how it plays out. We aren't going to really talk about Thursday night football because by the time you guys listen to this, it's probably going to be over. Fair we can talk about like if you needed to fill in for Devonte Adams, uh, maybe some players matchups that might you could you know possibly put in in place um some matchups sorry i'm kind of losing my words here uh so anyways we do have some good matchups this week we got some high over unders we can start with the minnesota dallas game if you want and go right to um if you want to go uh to our home team or we can start somewhere else sure let's do that whatever let's get it cracking man (laughs) let's get it cracking all right So the Cowboys are playing the Vikings, and the Vikings are at home. The Vikings are two-and-a-half-point favorites, and it's an over-under of 53-and-a-half. It is supposed to be a shootout, but how do you see this going? The way the Vikings have been playing the last few weeks has been kind of... I don't like it. I don't know. It's just me, my opinion. Sure. I mean, we're fans, so it's hard to, it's hard <laughs> yeah. to, it's hard to be rational. Yeah. I guess the first question is, is Dak playing or is Dak not? You know, because right now it's like an on the fence if, if he's going to play. And I would like to see him play. Like to see how that game would play out with his full offense versus Cooper freaking rush. So, yeah, I I don't I don't know. Shootout. I don't know, dude. Do you trust Kirk Cousins in this environment? I don't know. Like a lot of people, he doesn't play well in prime time and like the clutch which he's actually done the last two weeks like I don't know I think I trust Kirk Cousins I just don't know both of these teams are coming off of a bye I I, I do think Dak plays in this game I feel like this is a game where the Cowboys would want to win just so that way they don't see the Vikings in the playoffs you know, for some reason. No, that that makes sense too. And I think on top of that, it's like you're not, you're you're they're up by I think what is it three games in their division or something like that. And there's yeah. probably no chance they don't win their division. But the question is, is do you want to be the best team? Do you want that bye week? Yeah. So how how important is it to the Cowboys? Like, and then on top of that, I think we talked about it earlier. Like, is this is this injury something that you foresee costing you a lot more time? And, and that's something that we obviously as fans have no fucking clue, but <laughs> you know, we can look, we can speculate all day, but it obviously if, if he can go, the Cowboys are, that line is not accurate. Then I think the Cowboys win the game. If Dak plays, Oh, if Dak doesn't play then. Yeah. You know, um, I, I mean, Kirk cousins will make it interesting for a while and then he'll do his uh, comeback Kirk strategy fantasy wise. I think if you have Kirk cousins, you're happy you're starting him. Oh right? yeah. Oh yeah. You're yeah. Yeah. If you have Dak and he's playing, I think you're starting him too. I, I don't oh. think you're concerned 
if he's kind of injured at his leg, he's better than whoever the hell you have as a backup, right? Yeah, I, I, absolutely. Um, who and, would you who would you bench? Like, if you had a Cowboys players right now, who are you saying? Nope, I'm not using. I think you got to start. Uh, well, I don't think you play Pollard. I think Pollard okay. is like definitely like the first few weeks of the season. Pollard was like a guy you could maybe think about playing as a flex, you know, just because of the usage. But I think Ezekiel Elliott has finally figured it out. And as a owner of Ezekiel Elliott in, elite, in our league, um, I I was worried. But I think you can safely bench Tony Pollard. The other question is Michael Gallup, I think, was eligible to return this week or next week, if I'm not mistaken. I, I don't remember. I just It's know- right around here, though. And I know if you are a Gallup owner, you're probably reading about it. I don't think you start him until he plays a game anyways, though. Yeah, so I think you – the problem is is if you find out that Gallup is active this game, does that take I, away targets from Dalton Schultz, who's been the tight end? Good question. Of, I mean, that is the benefactor, isn't it, of this whole scenario? Um, at least that's what it appears. Uh, I like Gallup. I, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't think you're benching Schultz either, though, because you've got a top five tight end that you paid nothing for. Or I, I think I picked him up on a waiver wire in one league. Like I think everyone was higher on Blake Jarwin. So, I mean, you've got this guy for nothing most likely, and you're going to start him until he is nothing. That's my position on that. I think I agree I with you here too. You know, um, um, otherwise you're, you're more than likely starting CD land. You're more than likely starting Amari Cooper, even though he's been besides this first week, I actually heard a stat. He had 39 fantasy points week one, and then he's had 13 fantasy points since. I know, and that that was kind of my hidden gem in that question was, who are you benching? It was more, it was an Amari Cooper question, really. He's not been producing all that great. He's going to a Vikings team. Do we do we know if Patrick Peterson's playing? He's on IR. He's on a three-week so, IR, so he's not they're playing. Gonna, they're going to shift their coverage over. It's, I don't know. I, I don't love it. I'll put it that way. I don't know what players you would have on your bench. This guy's been creeping from a, fa- a wide receiver one to a wide receiver two. Well, he's never been a he's play. never been a top ten wide receiver. I, I think you I drafted like... I think you drafted Cooper as a two in most leagues. Um, I think people were drafting Ceedee Lamb as their one and Cooper as their two. It's it's an interesting cutoff because I think Amari Cooper last year was significantly better and i i think cd lamb you were looking at him and you were like man this is the next guy and i think we're in that year where they're slowly eating each other's care uh, opportunities and eventually one of them will come out on top and i typically think cd lamb is going to finish out the rest of the year as the strong number one. Oh yeah, yeah. i think cd lamb is going to be more low-end one range whereas so I cooper think, I think these amari cooper questions are going to come up every week from here on out. Like, for... I'm in a league. I have Cortland Sutton. Actually, so there is a a friend of ours, and we I started a league with, and I have, like, Michael Pittman and Cortland Sutton and Amari Cooper in that league. And I'm Graveyard like... Graveyard of what-ifs. Like, 
Cortland Sutton has actually been really good. I mean, these guys are always going to do just enough to keep their name on your tongue. But quite honestly, like I get it. I'm with you, man. I've watched Cortland Sutton play, and I'm like, wow. I was high on him last year, and then he got uh, hurt. It's like watching little kids play football, man. He like they throw it deep. He runs down. He turns around. He jumps up, catches it, and it's like, wow, that works in the NFL. That's crazy. He's a good player. I'm with you, but he also has an injury history that I'm always cognitive of. If I'm in a dynasty, it was his very first year. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what did he cost? Like, are you getting him cheap? No, I I think I so, spent like all those factors come into play when you raise the cost. To me, it magnifies. If you spend fifty percent of your time injured, I'm concerned. Debo Samuel, you could you could end up with that guy, but you could also end up with Odell Beckham. So it's it's something to keep in mind at least. Uh huh. You're paying for that kind of player. Let's go to the Vikings right, side we, of the ball. Sure. Are you starting sure Tyler starting, Conklin this week? Are you streaming tight ends? Probably. Uh, yeah. Why not? I mean, you do somewhere. have you do have Mark Andrews and Darren Waller on bye this week. Yeah, if he's still out there, I mean, I think a lot of leagues he's already been picked up as a. Well, back. I'm Maybe just saying, like, if you have on the free agent wire, if he is, yeah, why not? I mean, people might have dropped him last week. Targets. He was on bye. He was on bye last week, so somebody could have dropped him. I'll word it this way: If somebody said, "Hey, you know what? Bet me five bucks, Conklin's getting a touchdown," I'm not doing that. <laughs> But do I think he'll have three catches, 30 yards? Sure. Then the other question might be, looking for. is KJ Osborne going to be fantasy relevant, or is he just a hit-or-miss guy? You only play him in desperation. It could have. I mean, what's what concerns me in this, in this particular matchup is I do think Jefferson's probably going to get locked up with Diggs. And you're going to end up with a lot of feeling looks, right? And I, I like Osborne as much as the next guy, but he, unless it's wide open, I just don't think Kirk Cousins is going to keep going to him. Sort of a big play kind of guy. I, I don't know. Do you think there's enough targets there for him? I don't think so. Honestly, I, I just, the way nah. the Vikings like to run their offense, I feel like it's through Davlin Cook, it's through Adam Thielen, it's through Justin Jefferson. And Not I mean, in that if, order. If, but it, no matter and knowing the team, not that we want to spend another hour on the Vikings schematically and all that, but Zimmer doesn't want Kirk Cousins throwing the ball for 300 yards. Like that's just not his style. So even if Dak is playing or isn't playing, you could make the argument that Delvin Cook's going to get fed and some play action passing here and there. If we're winning, they're running. If we're losing, shit, who knows? I'd probably ban in the run game and start passing to. Jefferson and all of a sudden it'll hit home runs and everyone will rave about cousins. Yeah. But I, I don't see Osborne's name anywhere in any of the I mean, options. Yeah. I mean, you might've picked him up after like the first couple of weeks and then he's done absolutely nothing until last week. And he didn't even get his production last week until overtime or week six. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, you're right. All right. What else you got? There's a, like so shit. there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of potential streaming QBs this week. If you needed to, let's say maybe you're in a deeper, uh, maybe not so much 12-team sure. super flex league, you're probably starting these guys regardless. But, like, Daniel Jones has a matchup against the Chiefs on Monday night. He is one of the talked-about players this week. You, got, you target your quarterbacks against the Chiefs because they're really bad. How do you feel about that? With all the injuries, 
mean, as long as you're tempering some of those Daniel Jones expectations, I think you're fine. I think what he did, whatever, four or five weeks ago, that's not going to be consistent. I don't think you're going to get 80-yard touchdown runs or whatever. You're not going to get those rushing yards like you want. I also think when you're looking at the Chiefs, it's sort of at what point do they get it right? Like good teams like this typically are not bad forever. And I think we all kind of are staring at the record almost giggling, right? I don't think the Chiefs are a good team, to be honest. They have a bad offensive line. I'm still on the other side. I'm on the other side of you. I'm I'm still thinking this team's going to the playoffs and making a run. Oh, I I'm, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. That's my whole thing. <laughs> oh, well, it, then I guess from your perspective, this is a great opportunity. For mine, it's not bad. It's just, are the Giants, is Saquon playing? So the latest that I got in my app is Tony, Barkley, Shepard are all sitting. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're not giving him a consistent run game, I, I don't know, man. Barkley, Galladay, Tony, still sideline Thursday. Yeah. So. I mean, it depends what you're expecting. If you're expecting 15 points, sure. Why not? You probably got it. That's probably his floor. 15 points. It's probably his floor. I don't know. If I'm streaming a quarterback, though, I feel like I want more than 15 points. That's how I feel. Like, give me another quarterback that you might pick up. Okay, how about... Teddy Bridgewater versus the Washington football team. Yikes, dude. From shit to shit, huh? Um, I'm just giving you options. No, I I like it, though. It's a very parallel example. I I actually... Man, I might might lean towards Teddy, honestly. I'm also leaning Teddy. I'm also leaning Teddy. And and I, I think there's... There's a chance that we're wrong about Daniel Jones and he blows up and has a 40-point game. But if you're just playing it safe and streaming and trying to get over 20, I think Teddy is your safer bet. That's what I think, too. I mean, Daniel Jones does have a rushing floor, but what if he rushes like he did against Dallas and gets concussed again, you know, or gets injured, you know, like... Right. No, I mean, I I think that's the reality now. I think you have to... When you're picking him up, going... You know, I do think the floor is is somewhere around 15 points that you can count on. You know, there's always a fluke chance he pulls his hammy in the first play, but you know, but I think if you have Barkley in there or somebody that you trust, maybe in a couple weeks from now, you're going to be happy you have Daniel Jones. If you're telling me we have to keep one of these guys for the rest of the season, I might pick up Daniel Jones more than I'd pick up Teddy. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I if you're telling that. me that my, my quarterback went down for the year or whatever, or I, I started a Davis Mills or whatever, I'm in a two-quarterback league, I'm down to just pulling straws, yeah, I'm going to be I'm gonna trade or, or do what I can to acquire a quarterback like Daniel Jones because I think he's got some potential. I have another quarterback in mind, a rookie quarterback in mind. Trevor Lawrence against the Seahawks. Okay. What do you think about Trevor Lawrence this week? I think he'll be fine. I think he'll throw his his over 250. He'll be easy, and I'm sure he'll be at over 20-point play, if that's what you're asking me. Okay. Yeah. Should we move on to some running back matchups, maybe, potentially, that might be with some running backs that might be available? Okay. There's a, a hot hand, but in a very tough matchup. Are you starting Michael Carter this week with 
Zach Wilson out. Mike White as a starting quarterback. Are you starting a Michael Carter if you need to? Yeah, if I need to for sure. But, yeah, I mean, he's – last week was – it jumped off the scoreboard. If you're a Michael Carter owner or if you were just looking at running back – I mean, you have to be an owner. I don't think he's sitting on free agency at this point. But you saw the points. You saw over 15 points, and you kind of – your eyebrows raised. You looked in. You said, hey, what, what do I got here? Like, I've been waiting all year – for kind of one of these quote-unquote statement games so to me if if you already were an investor on him that was the proof you were waiting for to start him if you didn't last week so yeah i do i think he's a a, a matchup even, start even against the bengals defense which blew uh, out the I, ravens i mean i get i get what you're saying and they are a good run defense although even bad teams move the ball uh-huh so, I mean, I, I, give me the other players that you're seeing picked up then. If you think Michael Carter's a potential pickup situation. Miles Gaskins. Miles Gaskins this week. Okay. Who are they playing against again? They're actually I playing against that. the Bills. Okay. But Mar- Malcolm okay. Brown. Um, <laughs> Malcolm Brown is on IR. All right. I heard, yeah, you did. You brought this up to me earlier. I, I agree with uh, the take that Gaskins moving forward is a. Uh, is a good piece. The Bills are a little more scary than the Bengals, to me. So you I think mean, so? Yeah, yeah, I do. I I don't know. I mean, not only do they have a really good run defense, but they also score a lot, so they take you out of your run game pretty quickly. And I don't know, man. I mean, I get it. Like, there's a some recent pass production out of the Dolphins, I guess, with Tua. Maybe you feel like you're going to get 300 yards in a positive game where Gaskins is going to be benefiting from that. I don't fucking see that. I see the two of that, the reason why you hear about the Deshaun Watson trade rumors, and that's the two that's going to show up against the Bills. I, he threw a pass. I, I was watching this, like, directly to a linebacker last week, and I was just like, where are you throwing this ball to? <laughs> I think I saw that play. I think they, I think they put that across the screen at like CBS. They're like, you're in the middle of the game. You're like, hey, breaking, breaking highlight. Look at this shit. And everybody had their player, right? Like as a Vikings fan, you're like remembering Joe Webb. Like, oh, I remember this kind of throw. You know, it was just, it was that moment, man. I'm telling you, it was that moment where I'm like, I'm, I, I have a cousin who's a big Tua fan, big Tua fan. And uh, love him to death. But when you're blinded by your investments, it's it's just a comical. Because I mean, he'll he'll recite all these 300 yard games. He'll he'll be like, hey, remember last year, week nine, Tua had 300 yards. Bet you didn't know that. He's actually been like his first two starts have been pretty well. Like, uh, I'm trying to I mean, like. When, Walk me through the the value of Tua, in your opinion. Like, let's do dynasty, because if you're doing single season, I don't think he's going to make your hot takes list. So let's do Superflex Dynasty, which is kind of something I do a lot of. You have young quarterbacks are awesome to shoot at, but where do you put Tua? Like, who are the players like that you compare to Tua's potential at this point? So last, like, I had no faith in Tua going into this year like 100 percent, like zero faith whatsoever like i'm pretty sure i had them below 32 on my rankings like let me ask you this if you had to make a three-year commitment on tua or taylor heineke 
Tyler, Taylor, whatever. Which one would you rather have? If you have to keep him on your roster in a dynasty league for whatever reason, or you're just whatever, you're going to bet on him, which one would you rather have? Honestly, I, I'd actually take Tua in this. Uh, just okay. because... Okay, that's fine. Well, Taylor Heineke... Taylor Heineke is just inconsistent. It's not so much that he's not good. He's just inconsistent. Whereas, Tua, I know Tua, Tua, Tua's Tua, been hurt this year, okay? So Tua like, or Carson Wentz? I think I'd take Carson Wentz. Like, he was borderline taking a team Sam to the Darnold. Super Bowl. Sam, Dar- Sam Darnold is is a weird one. I, I can't. It's Tua. It's Tua for me. Oh, man. Yeah, I, that's where I that's where I'm at with Tua. I don't even I don't think he's starting next year. Like, I don't think he's I, I think the Dolphins are getting Watson. You think the Dolphins not, are getting Watson? If not week seven, by the end of this season, Tua will have done enough not to win games. The owner will be that mad about the fact he didn't get his guy that he wanted that he will straight up potentially fire the head coach just to get the guy he wants. And I, I could see it happening one way or another. That guy, that's Steven Ross wants an alpha male quarterback. That's going to freaking do everything to bring fans and superstars in. He's always been the Jerry Jones of the AFC. And I, you've heard all the rumors. I, I two is not winning games. I just don't see him staying as a well. Their player. defense has not been very good. I heard some interesting information. Like you have Xavier Howard and Byron, uh, uh, yeah. Byron Jones, and they have actually not been to where their level. Like, if you took away their name, like just name value alone, you looked at their stats. They are awful this year. They are not the same players that they were last year. The shutdown well, corner sounds like it's all lining up to get rid of Flores. So they'll go ahead and get their. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, you've heard it here first, man. I'm pretty sure that that guy wants a star quarterback. And if he can't get Watson and anybody got in the way of that, I, I just feel like, uh, would you rather have Tua or Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones. I don't like Tua, man. I mean, I'm, I'm at a point with Tua where I, I physically, I don't see it. I see like a Drew Brees size with the little pop throws that, that don't really seem to have a lot of extra zip or accuracy. He doesn't do anything extremely well. And I just, I don't know, man. I, I guess there might be a place for it in the NFL. I don't know if it's a, as a, as a for sure lockdown starter that you're counting on to go to the playoffs. If that makes any Their sense. Their team is pretty bad Jones... though. They've also been riddled with injuries on offense. So, I mean, like, I mean, yeah. And, and you could you could argue know. coaching. You could argue some coaching as well. I mean, are you seeing something in Tua's play that I makes see you feel something like... in Tua? Like he's a rookie. He played eleven games last year. He hasn't even played a full sixteen games or seventeen games at this point. Okay. Um, and like I said, I didn't have any faith going into the year, but I have to pull up his stats. I was. Uh, Let's I mean, just... it's not. We don't have to break it down that good. I think it's just at this point, me and you are on different feelings on him. That's all it is. Oh. I just don't. I I don't have a lot of faith in in Tua running an offense long term. Um. That's all. I understand. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. There's. 
what do you want to see in week eight? If you're like a fantasy owner, is there players you're looking at this this week that potentially well, you could target? Maybe, well, maybe. week nine. I mean, yeah, no, I I hear you. Like the bye weeks kind of came on us last week, I think it was, and it kind of was the reality check of why you have a bench. You got to play around and just kind of make your bench up of best available what if players, and then all of a sudden it hits you that for whatever reason you never got a backup running back or a backup wide receiver or you don't have a kicker defense, whatever, you know? And you have to shake up the dynamic. You have to let go of that player you didn't want to let go. And then somebody else is picking up players that they didn't think they'd have access to. And your your whole lineup's jumbled around, for sure. I, I go into this week and I'm like, personally, I guess, I'm staring at this Giants game. And I'm like, man, I'd really like to see Barkley get in this game. I, I really would. I, I don't I, I don't mind if you're going to be injured, be injured, you know. That's fine. But I'd, I'd like to see him get on the field for 10 to 15 plays and just show me that you're you're okay, like that, that the foot's a little sore, maybe it's coming back. I don't want to see him miss another week because now we're at a point where not only am I getting burned, but it's just like this slow burn of – I fucking got excited to start you and you shit on me and then you did it again. So that's one player that comes to mind. Um, Jameis Winston's playing the Buccaneers. Is he is he going to be a starting quarterback this week? No. No. So, I mean, you get to that point. There's other players I can think of personally, like uh, Sam Darnold's playing the Falcons. Is this is this one of those dummy-proof weeks where I can go back to believing in my head somehow that Sam Darnold's a top-20 quarterback? I mean, initially, like, you would say yes. But you could then say that Darnold had an option to get it right last week, and he never did it. That's fair. No, that's exactly right, yeah. I watched that game with just disbelief. It was, oh man, he looked awful. Uh, is Geno Smith gonna? Is are the Jaguars gonna beat the Seahawks? I think the C- the Seahawks are actually favored in this game. I don't know if you see this. I know, but I mean, like, if you're if you're flipping through the channel and that comes on. Like, I mean, I don't know. I think I'd watch it. You know like why? A lot of the Seahawks. I don't like watching like the Seahawks. I don't like watching the Seahawks without Russell so there's Wilson. already like that little disdain. And then you throw a team like the Jaguars who thought they won the Super Bowl when they won a game. And I'm like, you know, I'm kind of mid root for him. And it's possible. I actually think Allen Robinson could have a pretty big week. James Robinson? Not Allen Robinson. What the hell is his name? Who's that running James back Robinson. <laughs> Come on. James. James Robinson. I don't remember. Did I lose you, Josh? Am I wrong? Uh, hello? Can you hear own? me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello? You should? I can't hear you? Yeah, you did lose me. We'll uh, reconnect right away. Oh, we're reconnecting. Hello, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can't hear him. Hello? I can hear you? Yeah. All right. James Robinson. I like you. (laughs) 
James the Robinson guy. is the guy you're looking for. <laughs> What's his name? James Robinson. <laughs> James Robinson. Damn. All right. Yeah. That guy could blow up. Uh, yeah, he's actually done really well this year. He's been borderline RB1, l- high end two. Yeah. I think it was a shitty roller coaster, so you either got Your him for a hell is, of a deal. Your mic is, are you... I got. I'm getting a lot of feedback in, on your end, by the way, when you're talking into your uh, microphone or headset or whatever it is. Okay, I'm not sure what to do about that, but. Uh, but no, I I I I I can't watch the Seahawks with Geno Smith. The offense is just awful. If the Seahawks win this game, it's gonna be on the likes of a guy like Alex Collins, who's gonna run the ball. Yeah, or, or or you're looking at Geno Smith. I mean, he played good for a little bit when he first started, and then he just kind of went to shit. So this is the kind of defense where people kind of come back, too. So, I mean, you could argue that Geno Smith's usable in an emergency versus the Jaguars' defense. In a super flex league, maybe. But in, yeah, like, a 1QB league, no. I'm not touching Geno well, Smith with a 12-foot yeah. pole. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's fair. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> Let's talk about um, a, a player that I'm looking at to see where he trends this week, and I know he's got a buy next week. I got the buys actually uh, up. Oh, guillotine warrior, aren't you? Oh, there's a, so there's actually four teams on buy next week. It's unbelievable what that guillotine did to people like the amount of people that are fully aware of the bye weeks now just because of this guillotine league stuff for those of you who don't know what a guillotine league is you start the season with 18 people you draft 18 teams separately obviously or you draft your team with 18 of your with 17 other of your friends Oof, that and, was a word riddle, huh? Yeah, I had to figure <laughs> out the best way to say it. <laughs> I struggle with words sometimes, okay? Keep going. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to chop at you. Go ahead. And then it's it's not a head-to-head league. It's a hot it's a it's a points only league. And the goal is to not be the lowest score. The lowest score after every week gets chopped from the league. Your whole roster goes into the waiver wire, and you do rounds of free agent bidding. You get so much money at the beginning of the year to bid on these players. And essentially, you just repeat this until there's one person left. And um, some leagues are different. Like, I've played in the past where... That was not supposed to happen. Sorry, guys. Um, so, yeah, anyways, you play until there's one person left. So next week we got four teams on by. But I'm still looking at a guy that I think could potentially be usable in fantasy football, even though he's on a bad football team. Uh, hey, just to, just to touch base, those guillotine leagues—they're pretty legit. They're fun, and, and they're yeah. fun. And if you don't if you don't know where to go, just Google guillotine, which is a weird word, G-U-I, whatever, L-L-O, you know, guillotine. 
League. You'll find it. It's like Paul Church's, I think is what the guy's name is. Yep, Paul Churchian. It's like 30 bucks. So, I mean, it's almost cheap enough where you're like, fuck it, I'm in, you know? Yeah, yeah. I did one. It was interesting because you spend more time on on Tuesday and Wednesday really just staring at that league where on your other leagues, you're spending more time on Saturday, Sunday, you know, uh, really dissecting your lineup and deciding who you're going to start. Um, you start building these super teams. And you start thinking, oh, this is so easy. And then the bye weeks come in. And boy, oh boy, does that add a challenge to that kind of fucking setup. I was struggling last week. I had <laughs> I had Steelers I had on by. Steelers oh. on by, plus Chubb was hurt. And it's just like, I actually was very fortunate to get De'Aaron Johnson last week yeah, for very cheap. For very cheap. Actually, like, I got the, like 20 I got bucks. The Felton guy. <laughs> I got the Felton guy. I got him for 20 bucks, which is, like, super cheap when you knew, like, Chubb was going to be out. Like, Especially a couple weeks, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have a, a moment here where it's, did you pay 20 bucks for one guy? I mean, did you need But for it? one week, it you paid know? off because he scored 24 I mean, you, fantasy points. Like You're getting $1,000. I mean, 20 bucks in the scheme of it is minimal. Yeah. Oh, I, I know. So. I actually don't have a lot of cap left, to be honest. I've spent a lot of it on a lot I of players. I did the same thing on mine, and I'm okay with it. But, yeah, I could see the strategy of just trying to draft well and then just picking up scraps every week. And sort of just buying your time. I but, did. I did preemptively like pick up Cordero Patterson before he blew up, and he's helped yeah. a lot. He's been one of those guys. If you got him on your team or you got him before, you know, maybe you saw some usage a week before, like I did, and you're like, you know what, this guy's been getting the looks. You know, I'm gonna just pick him up and take a shot. And if he blows up, he blows up. If he doesn't, it's not worth anything. You know. Right. No, I agree. Um, when's, Jerry, when's Judy come back? Is that this? He's week supposed week? to come back this week. Uh, is the target? That's a guy. That's a guy I'll watch too. Because I kind of uh, being in a dynasty, like a lot of dynasty leagues, it's like, what is Judy's value? You know what I mean? There's the pre like season before injury. This is what he's going to be worth. All the hype about how good he is. Then he goes down, and you got nothing for this many weeks. So in a dynasty setting. Do you want the – are you buying in on these players long-term, like Sutton and Judy, K.J. Hamler, the running game? Are you, are you a big fan of Denver's offense moving forward? I think – here's the thing I think about Denver. I think they realize they made a mistake in not drafting a quarterback, at least to compete with Drew Locke or maybe – because they didn't draft, they had to go and get Teddy Bridgewater because they didn't believe in Drew Locke. You know, and everybody wanted Drew Locke to, to start because he's the more gunslinger type of guy, whereas Bridgewater is more the safe guy. He's kind of—I feel like Teddy Bridgewater to me reminds me of like an Alex Smith. Sure. No, that's a fair comparison. It's the same irritation, you know. It's a guy that won't throw the ball down the field. Yeah. And and you know what'll happen? Maybe maybe we'll get lucky. Maybe maybe they'll draft a quarterback or maybe Drew Locke will do something to scare Teddy. And Teddy will have that one Alex Smith year at the very end where he finally throws the ball down the field consistently and uses his accuracy and shows how good he could be. I mean, that led to him breaking his leg in Washington and not amounting to anything, but you know, that's the Alex Smith I remember is just boring and irritating and 
statistically as a winning record and things like that, where you're just like, you're a game manager, dude. You're, you're as a fan, you hate it. For yeah. Sure. You hate yeah. it. And I get it. Like we've been down to Colorado a few times to, to visit and hang out. And, and in general, they're not a fan of, of their, of that part of their team. And I, I get it. I do. It's a boring guy. I, I think everybody's at a point now with football where you want that young quarterback. You want the guy who's, or even just a really good quarterback. Mobile. A mobile quarterback. Mobile. Yeah. Give me, give me it all. Give me, give me the, you know, look at, look at the nowadays awesome superstar quarterback and how awesome it'd be if that was your team having that. And, and that's where I'm at. I think if it's not that, and you know, it's not that like Teddy, you know, you know, this is a short term thing. And whether the general manager helped draft him initially and whether he likes him or not, it's not going to matter next year. Cause if Teddy doesn't go to the super bowl, why would they keep him? They have to move on to another quarterback. I, I don't think their defense is good enough to stop some of the high powered offenses to be honest, so it's really going to be tough for them. Um, In a division where the Raiders and the Chargers are good. I guess. I believe more in the Broncos and the Raiders. I think... I think the Raiders are legit. I honestly think the Raiders are legit. And that's just me. (laughs) Sure. Oh, you're... It works. I mean, if we knew it, we'd be at Vegas. We'd be on this, we'd be on Vegas, you know. I mean, do I think they're going to win the Super Bowl? No. If I think they're going to make make it to the playoffs and play a tough matchup and maybe keep it close in the playoffs, yes. Well, I guess my point with Teddy, I guess, just to clarify, it isn't that they have to win the Super Bowl or he failed. It's that you can't really tell your fans and your organization you're going to get a guy that you know can't win the Super Bowl and you're going to handpick him and put him there on purpose. I don't. I think you can chalk up last year to, hey, we thought Drew Locke was ready. He really was close, but we didn't like it. You can't do that for multiple years. If you march out Teddy Bridgewater for twenty-something million dollars every year, the fans are not going to be happy. They're not going to support that regime. You're not. Oh, gonna, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, so 100%. the Broncos, I think, are. There's a reason why we kept hearing about them going after Aaron Rodgers or even Deshaun Watson. They're that. I mean, team. it could they, still they hold true. It could still oh, hold for true. Sure. Do you think Deshaun Watson gets on a team this before the season's over? That's a very good question. Um, I think, I think yes. You think it, only yeah, because say, it's it's way closer than it was three weeks ago. It's way closer than it was the beginning of the season when we were drafting, and you're looking at Deshaun Watson like this nasty situation you don't want any part of. And now we're talking about could he be a starter in two weeks on your fantasy squad? Here's the thing: if he goes to a football team, he's not starting this year. Oh, I think I don't think he's. I don't think the commissioner is has him off the. I don't think like I. I don't know. He kind of came out and said, I think this week is what I read, that he had said there's not enough there to justify an exempt list as of right now. And he also said he doesn't want to interfere with law enforcement. So that's kind of his way. From what I gathered, it could change. You're right. At any point, things could change. But I think as of right now, I think that's about as good as you're going to get out of Goodell to say, I don't have enough evidence here to put him on the exempt list. And I'm not going to lose my power to do so just to put this guy on there. I th- and it'll all come out in January. So 
it's probably better for the NFL for a young quarterback to be a star than to be a villain. So I think they're going to side with this as long as they can. If he goes to a team, just out of curiosity, no. right? do you think he should go to a team that's maybe on the fringe of 500 that's maybe could make a, a playoff push? Or do you think he should just go to a team like Miami who is – Got no chance of making the playoffs. I mean, there's always a chance. I'm not saying they aren't going to rattle off 10 or 12 wins or whatever when Deshaun Watson comes back. I'm just right. saying, like, if he does get no, traded I, I there. I get it. I get what you're saying. Like, does record matter for Deshaun Watson? Like, is he like, is he talking to the Panthers saying, hey, I'd rather go to you because you guys have three wins than the Dolphins have one? Or what What other team have we heard has I was just thinking, like. Philadelphia, they said. No, that oh, I, I don't that think one. so. I mean, no. I mean, like, so I mean, what, what, I mean, that's what I'm saying. No team that's winning is going to go get, I mean, I, I'm trying to look for one. I don't see one in my records. That's like, Oh, I'm going to go get Deshaun Watson now. Like the Steelers are 500. The, the Browns are four and three. I mean, these are teams that I guess you could argue could go do that. I, I don't know. We just I, talked about the team. You, you talked about Denver. What about Denver? Denver's three and four. So, I mean, I don't think two games makes a difference. If you're Deshaun Watson, you're good for winning how many, what, you know, but three-fourths of your games. Three-fourths. The, He's the expected win total with Deshaun Watson a, would go up, would it not? As in that city, he's happy, dude. He just needs <laughs> a good massage, and he'll be happy. But you're telling no, me I, that I, the expected I, win total wouldn't go up wherever Deshaun yeah, Watson goes, yeah. right? Oh, and, it, and it would go up. It would go up. It's not that – I mean, I, I, I get that he hasn't practiced or played with anybody, but it, it's not going to take him significant time, I don't think to be able to function a basic offense. Like, I don't think he's going to be able to, to get traded week six and not play to week 10. You know what I mean? So yeah. my gut tells me whatever situation it is, if you are Deshaun Watson owner and you're hearing that he's going to get traded before the deadline, you're happy. And you're probably thinking he's starting in like two weeks and you're going to have a quarterback finally that you think is top 10. You're going to be happy about it. This is, this is what you're waiting for. As far as how that team goes to the playoffs, I don't think he gives a fuck, dude. He just wants that $40 million. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of speculations, actually, in uh, Minnesota about Kirk Cousins getting traded for Deshaun Watson or Deshaun Watson coming to the Vikings. And I know there's a lot. Do you remember that? I wish it was true. I hope it's true. Fuck, man. That was like. I'll do a. That was like. I'll do a. Before the whole season. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, I, I just – I'm bored to death with Kirk Cousins. You don't want to ask me about that subject. I, I No, get, uh, I understand. I, I argue with locals consistently because the, the people start ripping off his stat lines and they want me to, like, get super impressed that he managed to put up, like, 300 yards in a loss that we had. Well, look at Matthew it's, Stafford. Uh, he okay. was putting up good stats. He's just like yeah. He was just like Kirk Cousins before he went to the Rams. I mean, good I stats, guess, put on a bad sure. team. You know, like – Matt Ryan. Know. Matt Ryan has always put up good numbers. Sure. But what, what... Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan is, is just like Kirk Cousins in a lot of ways, except for the fact that they call him Matty Ice. And anybody who watches Kirk Cousins long enough would never call him, like, you know, Kirk Ice. You're not going to do that. 
I just call him Kirky. I just call him Kirky. But when everything's on schedule and he can just sit back and have five yards around him and just keeps playing fucking toss in the park, yeah, dude, he's one of the best. Like, he'd be great. I'm sure he's like a professional Frisbee golf player or some shit. <laughs> but it, when things don't work out, it, it doesn't look right. And you know as a fan you're expecting the worst. And it does happen. We've seen it happen multiple years. So, yeah, would I want a, a chance at a young Watson over what I know in Kirk Cousins? Fucking sign me up, dude. There are a lot of teams that would benefit from a Deshaun Watson being their starting quarterback. All right. Do you have any, like, bold predictions this week at all? Like, do you think there's going to be any upsets? I mean, it's the NFL. So, I mean, I mean you can me, have upsets. Let me, let me, okay, let me do this real quick then, okay? I'll just rip off the, the schedule and you tell me what you think. So just I, – I know you don't know the lines or whatever, but – I do the, know the lines. Oh, okay, cool. Let's just rip through it real quick. Okay. Like, walk, walk me through the games and I'll tell you what I think. Well, we got, tonight, we, could, sure. so, we got tonight. We got tonight. Arizona's line moved. It actually moved to six. It was six and a half a little bit ago. And then the over-under is now 50 and a half instead of 51. I, I, think, I think there's a very little chance – that Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to keep that offense afloat long enough to keep this score close enough. I don't think the Cardinals are interested in anything other than a complete blowout. So I don't think they're going to get trap gamed. I don't, I thought the Cardinals are going to win this game already. You're taking away two weapons for Aaron Rodgers. This is going to go bad fast and in a hurry. So I don't know. You bet, bet that how you want to. There's my bold prediction for that game. You think Cardinals are blowing them out? I think. I think they are. I think you're talking over. I think. Fourteen. Aaron Rodgers seems to do Aaron Rodgers things in situations where you think he's gonna do bad, and I no, feel I, like I, this I, is one of his situations. For him, I'll root for him. I don't. I don't wish bad things. I think I want him. I to think do Arizona well, but... gets their first loss. That's my. That's my oh, prediction. Man. Wow, that will be. That would be very shocking to me. I'll be honest. Don't see that happening. And um, how? What what player do you think is going to go off like that? Robert Tunyon, three touchdowns tonight. Wow, dude. Okay, okay. I I would I'm going to go with with Hopkins. Um, no, not Hopkins. I'm going to go with that tight end Zach Ertz. I'm going to go. My bold prediction will be two touchdowns for that game. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the next game. I got Bengals and Jets. What's the line there? The Bengals and the Jets. Cincinnati is a ten and a half point favorites. The over under is forty three. Yeah, I'm I'm leaning towards what you're expecting is what's going to happen. The it's going to be a blowout. Like I could yeah. see the Bengals scoring forty three points on the Jets in the first half. <laughs> you think so? Okay. All right. I don't know. I think the Bengals could get boring on offense for a while, but I think they'll win by a, by a. A good amount. I think they're going to win know. by two touchdowns. I mean, the Patriots, okay, yeah, the yeah, Patriots, yeah. who run the ball a ton, like got got it done. And Mac Jones even last last week actually threw three hundred yards. So. I mean, the Bengals are becoming a very very good team. Like they are all of a sudden sneaking into my mind when I'm thinking tough teams to play in the playoffs in the AFC. I just don't know if I can trust Mike White. You know, I didn't okay. know I could trust Zach Wilson, but I don't yeah. know if I can trust Mike White. <laughs> I mean, you could trust both of them to lose. Yeah, I mean, that's, oh, yeah. That's about I mean. it. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think for the rest of this season, I think the Jets are who they are. And, and if I'm the Jets, if this is anything near serious, I may not bring back Zach Wilson. That's just how I feel. I mean, you already signed Joe Flacco. Like you already brought back Joe Flacco. Like, I mean, you got, you got this quarterback out there and people are starting to question what you were thinking because he doesn't look that good. And at some point you got to sit down with yourself and say, Hey, who are we as a team? How bad are we? Like, what do we need to actually improve? Because some quarterbacks you can't start right away. Like even Patrick Mahomes. Quarterback. I don't think it's just the quarterback. I think that team as a whole is just terrible. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And and they have to literally spend the money correctly. Oh yeah. They got, they got. I think they have two or three first, two first round picks next year. I think they have two. Yeah, they have two. And I want to say the last one I looked at was they had pick four and pick nine or something like that. Like they have some some good picks. So they need to fix their team as a whole. Uh-huh. Their offensive line is is almost good, not really. Receiving core is horrible. You can't ask this guy to do good in that situation. So I, I'm not worried about Zach Wilson in long term at this point. I mean, you're, you're reminded that rookie quarterbacks are not that good. They just aren't in general. Well, yeah. All of them this year. Which one are you starting like, yay, maybe Trevor Lawrence once in a while? Maybe. Honestly, I think Trey Lance could be in that conversation if Garoppolo wasn't there already. If Garoppolo wasn't the starting, I mean, obviously Trey Lance is hurt right now, but like, I feel like Trey Lance had the best shot to be the best rookie. The publicity was there and the story lined up, but when you watch him play, you can see he's really raw. Oh yeah. He needs, he needs a lot of time and, and, that time doesn't need to be on the field making mistakes. I, I kind of agree with Shanahan that he should only bring him out in situational football, really reel him in, make sure he moves in the right direction. Well, especially because, now that they have a losing record and they, like, with that division yeah. too, like, you don't have to hurt him any more than he, like, just let him sit behind Garoppolo, whatever. Well, yeah. sure. Yeah, well, you might as well. You're paying Garoppolo this year, and, and, and there's a small chance, and we'll see what happens, but there's a small chance that they – they may have to ask another veteran quarterback like Garoppolo to stay for a few weeks or and a role next year. They might. I, I don't know what their plan is, but I have not seen enough off Trey Lance to say that's a startable quarterback. I don't know if you saw something. I mean, he scored 28 points in that one half he took over. Fantasy points. <laughs> like Yeah, fantasy points, yeah. <laughs> they, he had that wide-open, busted coverage throw to Debo Samuel. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, it's... It's all relative. I just I don't think I've ever watched a game of of Debo and. But uh, honestly, uh, Trevor Lawrence honestly probably looks the best. Trevor Lawrence probably looks the best. Um, he was drafted number one, and I honestly had no faith in Trevor Lawrence to be honest. Coming in, I thought. Oh really? No, I I was a buyer on him. I liked him a lot. I just couldn't get him. He was. Uh, I couldn't justify the price tag. Um, in, in, in a dynasty league, it's different, right? Because the value is projected over time and he's going for the same price tag as like a Matt Stafford. And I just couldn't do it. Oh. I can't put four years on a guy that I haven't for sure. I mean, I'll do it if it's all perfect lined up, but it's the Jaguars, dude. I'm not ready to put that. Well, it's urban up. Meyer. I feel like urban yeah. Meyer scared people. <laughs> right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, let's get to another matchup here. Um, Panthers Falcons. Atlanta is favored by three. The over under is forty six and a half. 
you know, as a guy who owns Sam Darnold, I just shake my head when I see the Panthers logo, man. I just do. <laughs> I mean, that is such a bad performance last week. So now if we're talking about this game, I think we just that's really what we're talking about, right? Like is What's... is Darnold dead? Is 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 he fantasy irrelevant? Is he real life irrelevant? Like who do who is he? And this game, if he doesn't find a way to look like he should be starting, I don't know. I don't know what the I don't think the Matt Rule guy is going to just say, fuck it, our season's over because Sam Darnold doesn't want to play well. I think there's a real, real legitimate chance that if he doesn't play well, this might be the team before Tuesday next week. Do you think the Panthers... Goes and gets Watson or somebody like that. Do you think the Panthers may have realized they made a mistake in getting rid of Teddy Bridgewater? I don't know. No, no. I don't think Matt Rule would have liked that style of quarterback i think all he wants is just uh he wants he wants a solid quarterback who can make throws really what he wants is mac jones i mean he needs somebody like that uh, oh, that's yeah. just or kirk cousins my god call the vikings <laughs> I, you know it would be fantastic if he could get that he wants to run three receivers in a good run game nick Foles is and, available you know, <laughs> no I, I don't think he goes that far down but i mean darnold darnold looked like nick Foles. darnold looked like uh, Trubisky looked like a lost quarterback that shouldn't be a starter. And what do you do? I mean, yeah. I'm actually, so we'll I'm we'll actually see. streaming the Falcons week, defense week, oh, in a couple oh. leagues this week. This yeah, week. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that. I get that. Uh, but I think Falcons are winning this game. Honestly, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I think it could be closer. I think the Falcons actually threw the ball like they normally do last year. You know, yeah. like last week. I think they finally started taking deep shots. I think Matt Ryan finally like remembered how to play quarterback. S- and I think we saw the death of Mike Davis. I think that's the wrap. The death of Mike Davis. Yeah, I, yeah, mean, I mean, if you have him, but and you're Patterson got more carries than Mike Davis. Patterson got fourteen carries. Fourteen yeah. carries last week. Yeah. He only yeah, had like I three think, receptions, but I, like I think Mike. I think Mike Davis had one, two, or three, or four. One of those numbers. Four. It was four four carries. Yeah. For 10 yards. You got one point off Mike Davis if you used him. I know this because I made it to my guillotine league as the second worst team. Thank God. (laughs) Having Mike Davis starting, thinking, well, I have a bye week. I had Zeke. He was on bye. I had Hunt. He was decidingly injured. And what do you do, right? (laughs) So, a guillotine league is, is basically you and your friends are out camping. You just don't want to be the last one, okay? You don't want to be the last one, yeah. <laughs> you never think you will be. And then you look down and see the bye week shit, and you're like, oh, my God. Or injury, for that matter. A lot of injury issues. So little things that you can normally get over, it's it's tough when you just can't have that one or two bad weeks to get through an injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's fun. All right, I got a couple more, and I got to run. Yeah, yeah, you're good. How about this? Let's talk about the Saints. The Saint, You want to talk about the Saints? Oh. I want to talk about this game. I want to know, like, Kamara, what do you have, like 12 catches last week? 10 catches, 20 carries and 10 catches. Man. There's certain players They just signed Ingram, like, by the way, who is yeah, ready to play. Was, yeah, yeah. I think this is a I want to keep Kamara healthy kind of like bring back and I want to just give some touches to Ingram. Uh, how do you feel about that? I feel like 
there's going to be some people who pick up Ingram and and they're going to get all excited about something that's not going to happen. Well, that's what if I, I remember that. going into the season, I thought I heard a stat saying that the Saints' number two running back has been the num like a running back two in fantasy leagues. And I don't know, maybe it's just because of red zone and like the touchdowns, maybe that, you know. Um, but. Okay. I don't know what that has to do with this, but I'm going to say. I'm just talking about like fantasy guys, purposes. You don't like. I know. I know. I'm just being sarcastic. I just. I don't think it's. I don't think that's worth picking him up. I think that's something you could watch. What if you're a Camaro owner? Do you pick him up as a handcuff? Are you worried about the carries Camaro's been getting? No, this is to me. This falls into the pipe dream category. Okay, that's just my personal opinion. But anyways, but, Tampa Bay is so, four and a half point favorites. The over yeah, under is forty nine and a half. How do you see this game playing out? Because I have no faith in the Saints. I think the Bucks okay. are going to blow this out. Honestly, I I just I mean, even the without exciting, right. But let uh, me let me play devil's advocate real quick. The Saints defense has been sneaky fucking good, dude. Like, I don't know. I haven't watched a lot of fantasy defensive rankings, and I don't really get into that. But if you watch the Saints defense play, they're they're putting the right amount of pressure, and they usually are doing a fairly good job covering. And they play pretty pretty high level. And I just, I don't know. I kind of feel like this could be tough. This could be a quote-unquote trap game for the Buccaneers. New Orleans, if you you've seen that stadium or been by it, it's kind of gets kind of gets wild over there. Hey, it's a revenge game for Mr. Jameis Winston. I mean, there's there's prop. I don't know how much of that he. Yeah, that's another issue for the Saints. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of them are you gonna get? <laughs> he looks like he's very adequate if you look at the stat line. As a Jameis Winston owner, I have debated a good sell time for him. I'm not sure when that is. Week one, like him, five but, touchdowns, uh, 150 yards. Yeah, yeah, nobody believed it. He had like, yeah, I, ah, uh, you know, and I know that a lot of his yards last week came from Kamara. I mean, that was, oh, none of the receivers were good. I mean, it's not like it's not like Jameis is using his receivers appropriately. No, I thought I thought Marquez Callaway was in a very good spot last week with the matchup yeah. and everything, and he did absolutely nothing. No, I agree. It's, <laughs> I watched, uh, uh, I think, about a half of this game, their game. And I could see him try to target him a little bit. Like, he would put eyes on him, and you could tell the route was ran in a way that maybe he was the ideal candidate to get the first look. But Winston would check it down so frequently. Like, he looked... Do you think that was a game plan? I think or do you think the rain had something to do with it? What do you think it... I mean, I think there's a combination, but I think what you're seeing is, and I think this happened to Drew Brees, that offense, the way it's set up, is if it's if it's hard to make those throws and you're not having success, that coach puts pressure on you and starts talking about benching you, you start feeling the need to just get forward, some kind of production, right? So what's wrong? I mean, he's got Kamara right there. Jameis Winston are, was you know, a gunslinger in Tampa, though. Like, right. he was a gunslinger. Like, you aren't even seeing him, like, attempt passes. Well, that's they neutered him, man. They didn't want those interceptions. And that's what you get. You got yourself a guy that looks 
We're, I'm waiting for it too. I'll be honest with you. As an owner, I'm waiting for that game where he just says, fuck it, I'm going for it. So I'm a Michael Thomas owner. When he comes back, should I be worried? God, I hope that all comes together for Jameis because I think that would that would make the most sense. If you gave Jameis somebody that he could trust and throw the ball to, I do think that puts him in that what if he's a top 12 quarterback. And as a dynasty player, I love the idea of having that kind of quarterback for cheap. Okay, so we do got word about Antonio Brown is likely out with an ankle injury again in this uh, matchup. Uh, Gronk is been practicing all week. He's in line to play, I think, this week. Oh, wait and see, isn't it? I mean, are you playing him? I mean, I know what you have, right? Because I have him in a couple leagues. Yeah. And he's awesome, but... I feel like whenever I, – I don't know, man. Maybe I'm basing this on the old Patriots. But just because you're healthy doesn't mean you're going to get used kind of thing. I guess I'm just kind of wondering. But with no Antonio Brown, like he's got one less person yeah, to – that's true. That's true. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like you've had a chance to get a backup. And who, who are they playing? I must see the Saints. Ah. Oh. I don't know if I like. Uh, That's why we're talking about the matchup. This was. Yeah, you know. I hear you. I'm just. I'm staring at it like. Uh, I don't know. Are you? Are you playing him? Because you've had to get a backup at this point. So, I, in my guillotine league, I picked up Zach Ertz, who I'm playing tonight. But I, I have Zach Gronk Ertz. on my bench, and yeah, then I also sure. had Dan Arnold on my bench, who I. I, I thought Dan Arnold was a guy you could pick up and be like, you know what, I like this guy. But I was looking at like his usage like the last few weeks, and I noticed that there's a different guy on the offense that's being used in like a better role uh, after DJ Chark went down. A guy, Jeff Agnew, I don't know if you've seen his name. He's had 15 targets in the last two weeks, in the last two games they played. And, and that's since DJ Chark went on IR. So... A guy yeah, thinking he's kind that of an interesting Dan- guy. He's a return guy for them too, and uh, he he was the one, if you remember, who returned that 110 yard uh, field goal attempt. Oh yeah. He's uh, so I don't know if anybody saw that, but yeah, he's he's an interesting guy. I don't think he's necessarily. I don't know if you can count on what you're seeing, but I guess maybe I didn't even know he was getting that many targets. To be honest with you. Yeah. See, I look at everything. I look at all the yeah. match. I look at all the targets every week. Okay. I I, I, I I do all that, you know. That's I why I'm always active. I got a computer, but it's, yeah. <laughs> all right. What else you got? One more, and I'm out. Let's talk about the Titans versus the Colts. This game is an over under of 51. Indianapolis is favored by a point and a half. You're telling me the Colts are favored? Yeah. It's in Indianapolis. I don't give a shit if it's in New York, dude. Why Why are the Colts favored? Do the Titans have some injuries I don't know about? No. This is just... The Titans are a better team than the Colts, in my opinion. Uh, the Colts have... I mean, how have they done against the run? I, I don't think it's been exceptionally well. I think the Colts have had... Some little bit of bleeding plays on these run plays. And now you bring in Derrick Henry and you bring in a play action pass that really the Colts have not responded well to. Uh, 
I don't know, man. I'm starting AJ Brown. I'm starting Julio Jones. I'm obviously starting Derrick Henry. See, I think the the Colts are trendy. You know? I think the Colts are trendy, sure. and the, the Titans back to back weeks now have beaten two. Yeah. Two two teams. teams two power. Well, one of them supposedly a powerhouse team, but I I don't believe it okay. anymore. But sure, sure, <laughs> um, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, I, are the Colts doing anything that's impressing you? I like the way the Colts are trending. I'm okay. just saying, like, Carson Wentz looks good. You're oh, T.Y. Hilton might be coming. Like, I think T.Y. Hilton might play again this week. You got a, a usable tight end. You got Jonathan Taylor who's running the ball well. That's pretty much the only thing you got is Jonathan Taylor. Michael Pittman Jr., who has been very good the last few weeks. Sure. He's got 35 receptions, 508 yards, and two touchdowns. So, I mean, it, it doesn't seem like a lot, but like. Damn, kind of loaded gun there, weren't you? You were ready for that one. <laughs> Ripped off the stat line and shit. <laughs> All right, yeah, I guess he's doing good. Uh, I don't, I don't, I, I've heard you talk about Carson Wentz previously, and we've had our discussions. And we, like, we were targeting players against the Titans going the last couple weeks. I mean, the Bills got it done against the Titans, technically. Like, with the receivers, you know? Yeah, yeah. But the Titans, I don't know if they just gave, like, sent out the kitchen sink against the Chiefs last week, or if it's legit. Like, I don't know, like, what I'm getting. Right. You know? With the Titans. And the Colts I mean, are coming it, off of a road win against San Francisco in a really rainy, ugly game. Super so, ugly game. Yeah, super ugly game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, two teams you could say, have, you could say, two, te- two teams that have two quarterbacks that I don't trust at all, and one of them is I don't know where Garoppolo is going to go next year, and I've seen Wentz, and I. I I don't buy it. I've heard the argument, the fantasy argument that he's, I don't know, 12 or whatever. I don't, I don't trust it. I don't buy it. I understand that you may have to play it if you have an owner, but I'm not picking him up. Uh, just so you like the Titans in this game. I love the Titans. I mean, you can argue, you can argue offensively. The Titans probably have better positional players. I mean, you're talking about Derrick Henry's. Who's better on the Colts? I mean, if you're, you're going to give Derrick Henry's, that's going to go Jonathan Taylor, right? We're gonna we're still going to say Derrick Henry's better. No, Derrick Henry's better. AJ Brown okay. is better than Pittman. Thank you. Julio Jones is better than whoever the hell they've. Ty up well, Ty Hilton. Ty Hilton's already injured. He's already he's already yeah. back. I mean, well, from, Julio's been injured too. You know, sure, like... sure. That's fair. Good job. <laughs> but he's not right now. But who would you rather have, Tannehill or Carson Wentz? Tannehill. Tannehill. I don't know oh, yeah. if I trust Tannehill. I don't know. Sure. I know I don't trust Carson Wentz. <laughs> There's the difference. Like, I get it. He's had a run of numbers. I think you brought this up to me earlier that his numbers were – do you have them on hand? Uh, I can it get them. It was like you had – it was like over double digits, multiple weeks. Let's let's pull this up here. Okay. Still on. I got to get – Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go to. No stone for this all thing here. 
Oh. So Carson Wentz. Uh, I want the his position rank right now in fantasy football is fourteen. He is. Yeah, 14th right now. Fantasy football ranking. Right. Um, okay. I, I don't know. I mean, that might be accurate. I, I don't... According to ESPN. That's like... Sure. I don't know if that's standard, PPR. Like, uh, QB scoring is different in all leagues. Like, our, I mean, our league is it's different. Higher, it's higher than I'd put him. Because I don't think... What is Carson Wentz ranking in our league? I think well, I have our... I'm just saying, like, projecting moving forward, but as far as how good he is in our league, all right, man. I'm I'll looking. Your silly game. What's this? Here we go. <laughs> you freaking nut. I'm going to do it right do. now. <laughs> Carson Wentz. Let's see here. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14. 14. 14. Yeah. I mean,. Are there people like so? Like I see that some of these names that are underneath him are significantly better. Well, okay, so Russell Wilson's been hurt, so like yeah, yeah. Trevor Lawrence would be a nice guy to have right now. Trevor Lawrence, I think Trevor yeah, Lawrence Mac is Jones, upside. Yeah, Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. Like I, I think like Matt Ryan has also want to turn around. Matt Ryan has actually done yeah. well. Uh, last yeah, week was actually so he had like four out of. Four out of he's five weeks that, where he had twenty points, and then last he's week got he the look. That yeah, game, he looks he looks pumped, dude. I don't know what's going on. I don't Kyle know Pitts, Kyle dude. Pitts. Kyle Pitts is so I good, dude. He looks. Yeah, this is. I was kind of waiting for this to happen. I know a uh, couple. Brett, uh, one of the owners in our league and both leagues went bonkers on this guy. So <laughs> there's people I know that are huge fans of this guy. And yeah, you're right. It's coming to fruition right here, week seven. Before that. All right, so we're gonna wrap the show up. We we did talk about some matchups. We talked about a little little bit about everything, I guess. I mean, if you want to really talk about it, um, think about it. Uh, hey, Drew, I appreciate you joining the show hey, man, on fun, such man. short notice. Um, yeah. uh, Thanks for having me. I'm gonna let you go. Yeah, right, absolutely. Man. Good luck and uh, good luck with everything, and we'll talk later. Yep. Bye bye. And as for that chat, I do want to thank you guys for listening. I apologize for some of the audio issues. Uh, he doesn't have the best quality. He he was fine, and then we reconnected, and it was fuzzy. And I apologize for that. Um, it might have been just like a wire issue. Maybe you just had to plug it in or plug it out, uh, take it out again. Uh, we lost connection. Uh, we'll, he'll work out the tweaks. He, he'll be back on the show eventually. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll talk about Dynasty, uh, in for, formats like Superflexes more and these other types of leagues like guillotine leagues like we were talking about tonight, uh, going forward. But I really just wanted to get on and, you know, do another podcast. I really wanted to do tonight's game breakdown but obviously you guys aren't going to be able to hear you know hear this before the game so uh 
I just wanted to break down a few games. I'll probably go through games again on Saturday. We'll get more news, more notes, more players who are inactive or are likely active, inactive, etc. going into Sunday. And Sunday is Halloween. So uh, I'll probably say this again um, on Saturday. But just be safe out there. If you have kids and you're trick-or-treating, uh, just be careful. Um, and if you're driving on Halloween, just be extra, extra careful with kids. It's nighttime. Uh, that being said, have a great couple of days. Um, have a good night.